Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, Dragon Friends. It's Hing here. Uh, you're about to hear the special Yulmus episode of uh, Dragon Friends that we recorded just this week at Giant Dwarf. Um, yeah, I should say before we get into it, it is our holiday tradition uh, that this show is DM'd by Eden and Simon and not by Dungeon Dave, who will instead be returning as Froyo, who you might remember as uh, the cousin of Frizo, but more on that later. Um, yeah, it's a super festive episode. It's got a lot of silliness, a lot of dumb foolery and tomfoolery. Um, yes, and you'll get part two of this in the new year. Our bard this week, I should say as well, is Tom Cardi from the band The Lulu Rays. Thank you to him for stepping in. For now, Merry Yulmus. <laughs> It is Yulmus in Faerun, and the mood is strained. There is a conspicuous absence of Yulmus magic in the air, not least because the last Yulmus king broke Yulmus. By completing the trials and destroying the Krampus, freeing himself from the bonds of generosity and self-sacrifice that would have seen the people of the land magically receiving gifts on Yulmus Morn. Certainly magic still exists in the world, but the cycle of elemental magic that sustained Yulmus has become undone. And while people are doing their best to rekindle the cheer of the holiday, there are those who would take advantage, kindling the fires of material desires, whipping the general public into a frenzy of consumerism to help them forget the hole in their hearts. Hang on, is this going to be really preachy? Left by true Yulmus magic. <laughs> a hole in their hearts made by our very own Freezer. <gasps> is that canon? Yes. It was the last Christmas episode. You did kill, yeah, you killed the Krampus. But I thought he was a baddie. No, you killed the, you broke the Yulmus curse, which meant that you were Santa, which means that you killed Santa. Oh. <laughs> Even a year later, the plot is still confusing to me. <laughs> For some days now, the floating city of Newbork has been casting its shadow. What? The floating city of Newbork, a market city that flies through the air, has been casting its shadow over the waters of the Bay of Chult tethered mm. to a special if hastily erected structure on the mm. cliffs surrounding the port that allows visitors to visit the city by a sort of rudimentary cable car. Ben, I sense that you have questions about Newbork City. No. I'm... I think it might have been a hastily erected structure. <laughs> <laughs> the city I... of Newbork, <laughs> if you're interested, is a self-sustaining hub of manufacture and commerce. Anything you could possibly want is made and sold on this floating island. Salt? Yes. Made of salt. No, no. It's made of salt. So everything on this island is made, made of, of salt. salt. Correct. Correct. Yep. Exactly what you I think they said... I think they were saying is made and sold. Made and sold. <laughs> yeah. Made of salt. Got it. Yeah. Right. It's enormous streets of shops and factories is owned and run by one man, Jerf Zabos. <laughs> he is an immensely wealthy man who built the travelling island as a mobile base not only for production, 
but for a huge fleet of mysterious flying creatures that deliver his mercantile wares. Can you say his name again, please? His name is Jeff Zabos, legally distinct. In recent years, it has become a popular tourist destination, even more so in the lead-up to this first Yulmus without a Yulmus king. Jeff Zabos has gone out of his way to appropriate the trappings of the Yulmus king, and in the commercial district in the island's south, all the elven staff are dressed in striped leggings, red cloaks, and adorned with bells. We join our heroes, the dragon friends, as the day draws to an end, and all the visitors are ushered back to the gondolas. They've been shopping all day uh, and purchasing many things, um, but it's time to go home. For although Newbork is a city that never sleeps, there is a strict curfew, and visiting overnight in its sumptuous hotels is a luxury afforded only to the very wealthy. So you've been shopping all day, uh, buying presents for yourselves, presents for others, for the Yulmus. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just me and Freezer? No, it's everyone. Bobby's no. there, Baston's there. Yep, I'm here. Filger's there. Freezer's here. Yep. I, oh. bought, I bought this uh, box. Just a really sturdy crate. That nice. So what, what you get me for Secret Santa? Secret Krampus. Secret Krampus. What you get me for Secret Krampus? Secret Yulmus King? Secret Yulmus King. Yeah, right. I wasn't totally. here the last show. Oh, right. Totally. Yeah. Now so, that we've uh, all bought our presents, should we draw the Secret Yulmus King now to see who we have to give the presents we've already bought to? I mean... Oh, we've done this all wrong. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby says, wait, wait a minute. I thought everyone was buying gifts for everybody. That's how we usually do it. Nobody told me there was a Secret Yulmus King. Oh. Is everybody carrying one box? I Bobby spent has like five. I'm like laden with like gifts and trinkets and doodads and knickknacks. Oh. Um, Phil, instead of um, me, wrote it on a stick. <laughs> Phil, do you in fact have um, with you? Uh, you were ambitious in your uh, at the beginning of your shopping day. You took a, a large burlap sack with you, and uh, you have bought a couple of things uh, over the course of the day. And given that uh, you can buy absolutely anything your heart desires on Newbork City, what is it that you've purchased? Oh, me gonna check my sack out. Me got magic spells that let Filch fly. Oh, got a good price for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I should say that there is a, it's a large district uh, of sort of novelty stores and um, they have sort of trick magic and, um, and well, prank gifts. So, funny you uh, say that because she's not writing trick down here. It just says magic spells that make Filch fly. Quit snitching, Dave. <laughs> You're on our team now. You're not one of them. <laughs> Mate. Looking up at the huge uh, clock, I'm going to say there's a clock. Um, it's five minutes to six. And Baston, nervous to, uh, realises that it's five to six and says, We've got to get the last gondola home or the ghost won't cook. Wait, are you cooking a ghost? A ghost, you <laughs> heard me. A ghost goose, the most delicate of all gooses. We must Ooh, get gooses. the last gondola. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And I push, gondola, uh, Baston pushes everyone along. Are we just going to let gooses go? Yeah, man. Like, don't just jump on people for their pronunciation. Yeah, we got to get yeah. some flow. Yeah, it's really slow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He had a real rhythm going, Dave. Yeah. Um, but as you make your way down the broad way to the ferry terminal, um, the, last, the last parade of the day um, passes through waving every, waving goodbye to all the uh, shoppers and visitors. Um, you see people dressed as uh, Yulmus oranges creating a, a sea of bobbing, dancing uh, people. And you see giant uh, puppets on sticks of Yulmus King and uh, Krampus of old wrestling and tussling. And it's a, a festive march of, uh, 
of festive shit. <laughs> and there's lots of, um, like, dudes dressed as the Yulmas King, but they're all drunk and they're like Rolling slapping around. each other. They're real sloppy, it's gross. Are they singing? Yeah. What are they singing? They're all like, I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, man. I love this season. It gives me an excuse to hug. And then one of them buffs. <sighs> Question, yes. is a gondola um, like those little boats in Venice? Yeah, uh, it's it's also it's also in reference or to is it a, a, cable a gondola car? lift, like a it's a cable yeah. car. Yeah, like a cable so car. it's basically it's tethered. There's a an erected. Um, oh, I said erected. <laughs> Why would we laugh at you for that? Uh, uh, but yeah, they basically wherever the, wherever the floating island goes, it'll set up um, a, a gondola, a cable car that will go to and from the city so people can visit. Mm -hmm. um, but Filge, in the throng of the parade, um, you get distracted. Funnily enough. Um, and the guys hurry off uh, in front of you and you're sort of whirling around, taking in the sights. I'm trying to eat one of the oranges. Yeah. <laughs> what, weren't those people dressed up as oranges? How? Exactly. Exactly. They're like, um, Come here, you off. squirmy orange. Somebody help! As you lunge in for a bite, um, somebody who's not watching where they're going runs into you and thwacks into you. So I need you to roll a... A dex check, a uh, opposed dex check to not bash into this person. I got a 19. Okay, Seven. so you body check him and he flies backwards, but into someone uh, who's a still walker, uh, dressed as a uh, flying reindeer, and uh, that flying reindeer topples on top of you and uh, knocks you out. Oh no! Uh, we cut to the ferry terminal where the boys what have- What if she rolled badly? <laughs> she would be dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> the stakes are high in this film. My stakes game of Yulmas magic. I feel like you're taking a lot of liberty with this campaign. Hey. If it's your time, it's your time, Dave. <laughs> so, having lost Filge in the crowd, you find yourselves at the entrance to the gondola. Um, Baston checks his ticket and jumps on, brandishing his crate. Uh, Bobby kind of like bustles on and kind of like with a corner of his hand, like puts the ticket in the thing and goes through. And Frieza, what do you do? I am gonna get in the gondola as well. You do not. Okay. <laughs> as you go to walk through the gate, it's like, it's like it, your face gets all squished up like you're walking into like a glass window. Except there is no glass there. Ooh, For all intents force and purposes. Field. What's that? A force field. A force field is stopping you. Frieza, what are you doing? Get on the gondola, get man. Get on the gondola, Frieza. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's Frieza pressing his face up against the force field. It's not soundproof. <laughs> oh. So rather than stopping and like maybe pushing just, back, you just keep, keep going, push trying, pushing harder and harder. Through. My cat does this. <laughs> yeah, if you clip a cat's whiskers off, that's what's happened. That's, that's is, that what, is that what happened to you? Yeah, they shaved off Frieza's whiskers and now oh. he's just walking into walls. <laughs> I went to one of those cool boo jork boo. New Bork. New Bork. <laughs> now you're in New Bork, floating city where they take your whiskers. <laughs> um. Frieza. How many people are in this gondolier? Is it just... It's like a whole throng of people. Um, the elf manning it uh, shuts the door and it goes. Oh. And you see Baston and Bobby in the, the window at the back just like... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but... Oh, I'd already paid for my ticket. <laughs> and you find yourself uh, surrounded by four... 
elves dressed in stripy stockings with little bells on the end of their shoes, but the smiley faces which were once on their faces are now gone. And they're like, hey, new guy, where do you think you're going? Oh, hello there. Um, I was just doing some uh, Yulna shopping here. I'm gonna shank you. One of them slaps you. One of them but gets he misses. Like... It's like a threat. He like he goes to hit you, but he knows he's gonna miss, so he like pretends that it was like a. <laughs> One of them has like a big, like a big novelty sized candy cane like on his hip, and he pulls it out, and the end has been sharpened into a shank, and he comes at you like. I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> and, but it's very theatrical. He probably won't reach you. He's very far away, but he's like really like. How? What's the uh, size difference here? They're basically the same size. Yeah, they're elves. Oh, yeah. so these aren't like Christmas elves. These are like elf elves. They're oh, Christmas elves. They're Christmas elves. Yeah. Like elves. Right. What you, wait, what do you think a Christmas yeah, elf why, is? Well, yeah. I mean, no, no. I mean, like, yeah. you've got like a like tiny little Matt Damon movie elf, no, which is. This is Dungeons and Dragons, Dave. And that yeah. was Will Ferrell, but that's. Elves no, but Will are... Ferrell was a big elf. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so, we mean like a little Christmas elf that makes toys or like no, that's gonna, that's elf with that's, that's Dave, crazy. is your question, is Legolas working in Santa's workshop? <laughs> is that what we're dealing with here? I just think there's a lot of unanswered questions from all yeah. those movies. Yes, they are Legolas-sized elves. Okay. Yeah. Do you think of Frieza as a Legolas-sized elf? Or is he, is he, well, he's that or bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, that's how I think it's a standard unit of measurement. Yeah. Legolas, Legolas sized. Yeah, how, how big is he? How many Legolas is he? I picture him as tall as Michael Higgs. <laughs> yeah, I think of roughly these, these dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see a lot of difference, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so the elf says, unfortunately, you're not going to be leaving. I mean, that's obviously what's happened because the gondola has left. But when the gondola comes tomorrow, you also will not be getting on it. Is the gondola broken? No, my friend. Oh. This is your home now. Ooh. What, are oh, we a gang you... now? Am I joining a gang? You don't get into a gang, you get jumped into a gang. <laughs> we beat you into this gang. Oh! And they start to beat you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do not have a lot of control in this scenario. Oh. One, one uh, rolls a one and he uh, trips, falls under one guy who then trips over him. But the other two guys are like, those you idiots. Just and like Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, uh, they jump on you, so that's an opposed grappling check, Michael D. I rolled a 17. Is, gra is grappling strength? Uh, yes. Uh, 16. Or, or acrobatics. Oh, acrobatics? Uh, but, 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 yeah, I've got well, an 18. I rolled a 20 then, because it's 17 plus 3 with some acrobatics. Dave, oh. Dave how does this work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, like, this. I'm not on the clock, man. It's not holiday. Oh, okay, um, well, there's two of them, and they got an 18 and a 15. So, so it's, it's, it's a, they have advantage. That's so better it's a 33? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, they rolled a 33. It's advantage. They and roll now with they're advantage. squashing on you, and they're sitting on you. I'm fine. Like, like schoolyard bullies. I don't know why I bother. And then the other two get up and just start kicking. Yeah. And kicking. And it's like and they, they kick you in the ribs. They're like, Ooh. yeah, that's for being uh, new here. Uh. 
Yeah, you'll learn that there's a hierarchy, and you'll be at the bottom. And we are somewhere around the middle. Yeah. These we are just members do a lot of exposition, don't yeah. they? Yeah. It's we the exposition boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're just passing down the pain that has been handed down to us. Yeah, it's a vicious system. It's a cycle. No one can escape it. Yeah. King, you're being sat on. How do you feel? I feel pretty squished. <laughs> squished isn't an emotion. If and as I, I seem to remember last year, I got jumped at the start of the thing, and I had to kill everyone. But it was a it was a trick. They tricked you into killing someone. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah, you're gonna kill someone again, here? Oh. Have we used the same trope two years in a row? They've, Only they've to all, trick you? They've all acted, so it's your go now, right? Thinking... Can I say as well? I I listened to the podcast from last year. It's going exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the same okay. things. This <laughs> year, you don't have the excuse of being like um, jet lagged from like traveling from Brazil. Oh so. yeah, that's true. All right, I am going to cast um, <laughs> a spell. Then I'm going to cast the uh, ball of tentacles. I don't have my mm. spell book though, so I don't that's know. That's the thing you made up. Do you mean hunger of hater? Yes. As you start to murmur the incantations in your head you hear a familiar voice. Not so familiar that you hear it every day, but maybe <laughs> familiar enough that you've heard it, like, maybe once before. Maybe not so much familiar as familial. And you see two pointy shoes appear in your vision. And as your eyes scan up, they land on a face not unlike your own. For it is... Your cousin, Froyo. Frizo? Frizo, is, th is that you? What, what, what are you doing in New Bork? And then I hit him against the head as hard as I can. And with that, the lights. 25. Go out. Go out. <laughs> um, we cut back to Filch. Filch, um, when you open your eyes, you see the parade has dispersed, as has the crowd. You're lying face down, your bag next to you with your friends gone. The mood is desolate, and in the empty street, you see only one other person, a drunk gnome laying prone in the street, perhaps too full of Yulma's cheer. You are prone alone too, lost in Newborg. <laughs> yeah, all right. Feel just like, what? Where, where are my friends? Filled alone. Mm. Me remember what Bobby said when we went shopping. Go to a shop uh, and ask, to, uh, tell them that you're lost or find a lady with a baby. <laughs> hey, what's that? Is, that? is that advice you got as a kid? That's what all kids get told. Really? I, I never got told yeah, that. Yeah, because mums aren't pedos. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What's what your mum's advice? Like, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> my, my parents are like, if you get lost, you have failed the test. <laughs> I got, I always got stay in one place. It's like, don't move. If you find yourself alone, just don't move. <laughs> just, it's just, extremely good advice if you get lost in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so yeah. So, um, she's gonna go and 
look through the shop windows and see if she can find a nice lady working okay, there. Okay, so you see that your hessian sack lying on the ground. I pick it up, make sure I've got my spell in it. Why don't you do a perception check? Uh, okay. Uh, 19. So, it feels different. It feels heavy and light somehow at the same time. Um, I stick my head in and have a look. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, it's dark. The dark. <laughs> yeah, inside. <laughs> you see darkness. And then as you remove your oh, head... Oh, excuse me, I do have dim, dark vision. Okay. So in the dark, you see that it's filled with electrum. Um, a what? Electrum. Like the coins. The yes. most useless of Electrum. all currents. Electrum. Yeah. Electrum. What's that? So electrum well, she is doesn't a... know, so it's filled... Just describe it, it's full well, of what? Well, it looks like... So it looks like coins. It's, a, it's an alloy of silver and gold. Um, and usually an electrum piece is worth about half that of a gold piece. But these, um, however, and you may not know this, but they are um, electrum pieces known as blue eyes, which are minted in Sambia, and are worth five gold pieces each. Ooh. But you don't know that. <laughs> but you know that you have money. Are they untraceable? Are they sort of like a cryptocurrency? I was for... say. <laughs> they sound a lot like a cryptocurrency. Yeah. You, want to, you want to check them out? Yeah, I, I, I bite down on one. Well, as you take one out of the bag, another just appears to take its place. I take out another one. Another appears <laughs> to take its place. I put one back. It's, there's still this, there's, there's, you have more than you You can started. explode the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, tip the, I tip the sack upside down. Just pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring. Hmm. <laughs> me think me bag broken. <laughs> uh, at that moment you hear a... Ahem, <clears throat> ahem. And uh, you see behind you an elven man. A an elven elf? An el uh, what size? A Legolas sized or? Yeah, Legolas sized, regular well, Legolas sized. sized. But he's, About Hing sized. But he's dressed a little bit fancier than the regular elves. Oh. And he introduces himself to you. And I like lounge, quick, sit awkwardly on my pile of coins so he can't see them. Just really trying to look really chill. And the, the elf before you is played none other by none other than Mr. Ben Jenkins. Uh, excuse me, miss, excuse me. Um, uh, hello. Uh, the, the bag that you have there. Yeah. The, the bag. Uh, I think I, I may have your bag. It's got a novelty spell in here and um, some uh, what appears to be um, uh, shoes in size. Well, I'd say your size. Um, it, it, it also appears to not be magical in any way, whereas the, the bag that you have there uh, is, is um, well, it's mine. That don't make it magical. No, I, those two things aren't. It's just two true things. It well, <laughs> could you give me back me bag, please? Well, of course, yes. Thank you. My name is Capra. Can uh, I take? Have I taken the bag? Yeah. Do I need to roll or anything? Or? No, I just, just handed his, it to you. You just took his bag. I'm no, just, I just took my bag back. If he's bad at deals, it's his own fault. <laughs> um, and he stands there with his hand out. And I just look at him politely. What your name? Capra. Ah, Filch. And I shake my hand with his out to his outstretched hand. You shake your own hand? No, I shook your hand. Oh, my bag, please. Uh, I'm not unreasonable. It is the season for giving, so I will let you uh, have those coins, and I will take my bag. I can say just one second, and I empty it out some more. <laughs> 
just it, coins and coins and just coins. coins. And coins. Like so, I say, the bag is um, it's magic. So what you use these shiny things for? Are you killing time? <laughs> Are you filling? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what your name? Capra. Yeah. Oh, that because you got a nice cap on? No, it's. <laughs> Can I? Okay, did, you that's get getting, the, did you get the cap first or the name that's first? Becoming, it's becoming quite noisy. Um, if you could just, ma'am, I'm, I'm asking, and he steps forward. Um, am I armed at all? You have a knife, you got a little dagger. <laughs> just like a, a side arm, you know, it's a, it's a shopping village. It's not Texas. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try an intimidation check. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna intimidation roll that. Um, okay. I, I say... It's opposed to intimidation, yeah. Oh, you're very... Yeah, you're quite good at so intimidation. So I say, ma'am! And I take out the knife, the little cool. knife, and I get as close as I dare, and I say, let go of the bag or else! Roll? Roll it. Uh, that's a 22. <laughs> <laughs> I say... Uh, what? No, wait, let, let Ben... Uh, 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 it is a 16 plus nothing. And I take the dagger between two fingers and I put it in my own bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still emptying out, by the way. You notice uh, that... Can I start to cry? That's your move? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number have one, to, can I? Nice. Is this a, is number this a, two, start to, to cry. cry. Is yeah. this a charisma check or a performance check? Like... I'm genuinely very upset, so... <laughs> I think it's a constitution check. Uh, I rolled a four. So you failed the constitution check and you begin to cry. Yep. You notice, Capra, that the streets are getting very quiet and yep. you know full well the rules of the city. Okay, I, I think we should... Mm. So how it... the economy works, okay, like, listen. when you could just create your own money, like... <laughs> Aren't me devaluing the currency this as we speak? This is a fascinating speak? conversation and I would like to have it off the streets, please. Uh, it so happens that you are right outside the uh, beautiful Hotel Plasma, um, which uh, the inviting glow from within which uh, glows like inviting. a big glow. Yeah. Yeah. Ma'am, you're going to need somewhere to stay for the night. I happen to work at the hotel. I happen to have infinity money. I would just tell you to be very cautious spending that money in this town, but let me explain. So please come into my hotel. I will give you a very nice suite, and we can talk about it in there, but we should please, please get off the streets. Okay. And with that, two footmen uh, step out of the hotel, dressed like elves, and they say, Oh, good evening, madam. Hello. Might we take your things to uh, Mr. Capra? Which suite shall we walk into? Uh, pu uh, uh, put our esteemed guest in the Duchess suite. The Duchess suite? Very good. Very good. What are your names? I'm Twinkie. Tw and you? <laughs> My name is Bill. Twinkie and Bill. Please put all of these coins in my sack, which is Filger's original sack. Um, what a strange thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> that what I wrote on the side, Filger's original sack. And of then course, I show him. Of course, Miss Filge. I will, uh, I will uh, take care of your things. Uh, Bill here will, see, will take you to your Thank suite. you, Twinkie. Thank you, Bill. Right this way. And then I throw the elf sack at them and I say, keep the change, and I wink. And I walk inside the hotel. Does that mean we get to keep all the money? 
Oh boy. Oh, oh. <laughs> and as they go inside. Does one of them have an orphan son? And can we see that? Later, don't worry. I don't like to talk about that. Because if they have an orphan son, it means oh, yeah. they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I always think an orphan son is just one on crutches with a lap. Just a generic orphan. Yeah, yeah. just a generic orphan. orphan. As opposed yeah. to a specific orphan. Uh, cool. As, as and I go up to the suite. Yeah, as they lead you into the Plasma Hotel, um, Phil, you Oops. do not notice a dark Ben's. shape drop from the sky, snatching the figure of the drunk gnome who was lying there and then flying away. What was it? A dark shape dropping dark from shape. the sky and snatching Damn. the body of the gnome. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, we cut to Freezer. I was just beaten, wasn't I? You were. Horribly. Unconscious. By your cousin. Just like last year. <laughs> and, you, and you pissed your pants. And you, you, pissed, you pissed your pants. Did I piss my pants? Let me roll for it. No, okay. Cannon, cannon. Five. You pissed your pants. Um, so you wake up in soiled dungarees, um, in a fetid dormitory with sort of high rafters, um, strapped onto a sort of table Ooh. with a... Um, you kind of can't... Your sort of eyes sort of open and sort of very blurry and you sort of see above you a dark sort of hairy, grimy mass, and you feel in your neck a sharp, stabbing pain. And as you suddenly, sort of everything comes into focus, you realise that there's an enormous bat hanging from a rafter above you with its teeth in your neck, drinking your blood. Ooh. Is that the noise you make? Ooh. You also realise, though, that somebody is holding your hand and stroking it. And you look to the side, and there is Froyo. He seems unalarmed. Do I have Do I have a bat? As no, well? no, you're you're just sort of there. Is Is Froyo dressed as a bat? <laughs> I, I don't know, Froyo. Are you? Uh, no, I think I'm dressed in like um, in like kindly Michael Caine outfit. You know, like a movie where Michael Caine what is. The fuck is that? No, like <laughs> I think you need to. Spe- I like think you mean Michael Candy Cane, <laughs> a sentient candy cane. I think Cannon. you need to specify which movie. Oh, you know, it's like you see, you know, you, you have these expectations of Alfred and Batman, and you think he's like wears a tux, and then Michael Caine softens it with a cardigan. It's that kind of thing. So, oh, oh, you're okay. not talking about like Dave, '70s Michael Caine. Just answer like... yes or no. Have you ever walked into a clothing store and been like, you got any of them uh, uh, kindly Michael Caine outfits? Doesn't go as well as you'd expect. We're going for that. No, but I'm just, I, I guess what I was trying to say was I'm in like a cardigan and I've got like a smock on with some keys and like my notes and stuff and I'm just like mm-hmm. pretty casually dressed. I'm not in my stripy outfit I was wearing before. Uh, Froyo. It's, yeah, don't uh, worry, don't worry. It's, um. Dearest cousin there appears to me. Yeah, I know, I know what you're going to say. Um, I'm going to a say, I'm just, I'm going to cut you off. Drinking and, my yep, blood. Yep, I know. I'm just going to say. Out of my First neck. time it happens, you freak out. Um. Because it's really weird and... But it's fine. It's fine. It's not going to be a problem. You'll be a bit lightheaded. They give you a juice. 
Um, sometimes you get a biscuit. So, but I mean, you know, it's Christmas. I bet you'll bloody get a biscuit. Um, anyway, you uh, shouldn't have come. Um, Oi, keep it down. We're, we're... And, and you realise that there's a figure to the right of you, uh, a robed figure with a, he sort of pulls the hood off his head. And you see that it is in fact a giant rat. The rat looks up at, a, at the bat and um, around its neck it has a leather thong with two thin straws sort of hewn from bone and it uh, just hanging from it. And it picks up one of it and it blows. No sound comes out, but the bat drops to the ground with its wings by its side and just waits. And the rat says, free to go. Great, um, and will there be any juice? Um, Tropicano, orange and mango. We're out of juice. Oh. There's nog. This is obviously embarrassing for me because I said that there would be. There's just nog. (laughs) Old nog. Warm old nog. Old nog, it's like an egg juice. (laughs) Juice of the egg. You know what? We're fine, we're fine. You don't, you don't want the nog. Um, it's not right, so... Um, He's so, got to drink something. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> he can't leave until he drinks something. You should drink... The nog's fine. It's is, actually much the, better than I was acting... A is few the moments. only option for me to drink the nog? Correct. Drink the nog! Drink the nog! Drink the nog! They're all the 16. I guess I drink the nog and I'm able to keep it down. You keep it down, and not only that, it kind of seems to have restorative properties. And um, any of the uh, the injuries that were assailed onto you by the uh, the gang of elves previously, um, you're restored to full hit points. Nice. Um, the rat unbuckles you um, from um, the the table. I ask the rat, "What is this place? Why this is New Bork City?" Sorry, I meant more specifically. The sort of bat and the blood and the the dormitory situation I'm in. This is the bat feeding centre. The bat feeding centre. Yeah. Look, he's fine. You're saying that very matter-of-factly. Tell like us what it says on the label. It feeds he, the bats. He's fine. He's fine. He's new here. Um, look, thank you very much for the nog. Um, you drank it, did you? Really? Wow. Um, <laughs> yep, okay. Well, that's obviously been drunk, so it can't... Well... Um, the rat um, blows uh, the other straw... Um, and again, you hear nothing, but the bat sort of does a pretty impressive flip into midair and reattaches itself to the, um, the beam across, and another elf that has been waiting in line is strapped down, and the bat continues. So we'll just go. Um, you can stay with me, I suppose. He can come with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Well, let's just... We'll just go back to the factory. Do we get any money for giving our blood to the bats? <laughs> oh, he's, he's laughing. <laughs> Because, because you don't. You don't. That's... Well, why do people On give the that side? Congratulations, Bro, great joke. What? Get him out of here. I'm getting him out. I'm. I am. God, didn't undermine me. Um, and so Froyo takes him to his home. Yeah. Meanwhile. Oh yeah. Filch has been checked into the Duchess Suite, the most opulent of opulent of the Plasma Hotels suites. On the, on the 17th floor, you can see out over all of Chult and the waters below. You can see fluffy clouds. And when you look not out the window, you can see drapes and beds, chaise lounges. Wait, how many beds? There is a... Three a, beds. Three beds. I'm starting to think that Frizo and Filch are going to have very different Yulmuses. <laughs> 
you also see Capra, who has escorted you all the way up to your room. So this is the this is the best suite we have. The, I'm, the, did I'm I jumping from one bed to another. Okay, you need to stop doing that. Boing. Boing. Where are the ropes? Give Boing. me ropes. Okay, well, we have several ropes Boing. here, and he pushes Boing. a button, cocks turn, Boing. and like a rack of bathrobes. Boing. Um, come out. Can I do like an athletics check to see if I can jump into a rope? Yes, you can, Phil. This is Eden, who is mastering the dice. Of course, you can do something like that. Oh, I got a six. <laughs> you roll a six, but you you dive into such a large pile of robes, nothing bad could ever happen to you. They are soft. Soft. Oh. A bat was drinking my blood. It's soft. And you find at the I... bottom of the of the of the rack of towels. <gasps> what is uh, earlier in this evening failed a test, he was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you, you find a, a giant pile of slippers. <gasps> yes, there are some slippers there that you might want to put on. I want to put on all of them. Well, you, uh, well, that's up to you, Miss. I, I put one on each finger and one on each toe. Have you ever, have you ever seen a set of slippers that are so nice that they make you horny? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is the feeling you're having again. <laughs> I've never oh. fucked a shoe. Uh. And then. And because you're because you're they squatting, think this is how rich people feel all the time. <laughs> yeah, horny for things. And because you're squatting down in the cupboard, and it's you hear a, <laughs> and this little footstool dog runs over and, and sits. Wait, is it like a Beauty and the Beast situation where it's a footstool and also a dog? It is 100% legally distinct from that <laughs> in every way. But yes, it is. Yes, it is that. And a candlestick starts singing, Be our visitor, be our visitor. Not one could be more exquisitor. Um, that, was, that was lucky, I almost didn't get there. <laughs> um, oh, and I, I give the, the footstool a pat on the head and then I sit on it. Oh. It dies. <laughs> but but I as it, it was dies. It's a footstool. Yeah. Oh, I yet to figure out how this universe works. <laughs> Uh, but okay. as it dies, um... Please don't kill the foot. Uh. <laughs> you got another one? Yeah, we, uh... <laughs> <laughs> another yeah, one. This one I really must insist that you do not sit on. And he's, like, just dragging the corpse of the last one <laughs> discreetly into the toilet and flushing it down. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... Back you in can't the flush him into the sewers, you'll get problems. <laughs> back, the gators. In, back in the fetid dormitory, uh, Froyo is uh, talking his cousin through what the dilly deal is. Cool. Um, so you're probably freaking out right now, I suppose. I don't know, man. I lost a lot of blood. Yeah, look. My judgment's impaired. I'm real edgy. But you, you gained nog, a though. lot of nog. Yeah. So, um, look, we're related, right? I, 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 y yeah. I mean, Sorry, cousins are related. You seemed unsure for a second there. A lot of my life and what I understand about myself um, is pivotally connected to horrific things that you've done that is based on the fact that we're related. So if we're not related, um, I would like to know now. Well, we can't know for sure. No, we... <laughs> the important thing... <laughs> the important thing to know is um, you must be aware that both of us are we're 80% like high elf, right? What's the... What? I thought I was 100% high elf. No. What's the other 20? Well, it's great-grandma... Beetle. Um, is that the race or is that... That was her name. Her name. That was okay. her name. Okay. Yeah, your great-grandfather fucked a beetle. 
Man, I don't great, know if people do that. Great grandfather, sorry. Great grandma beat all the Christmas, the Yulma self. Um, so we're both 20% Yulma self. We're 80 20? Yeah. I thought I was pure. I really thought does, I was. Does Freezer have to leave several message boards? <laughs> I have to. <laughs> There's a lot of. Uh... No, a lot the, of discussion we, groups, a lot of subreddits. I guess I won't be welcoming anymore. Yeah, we, 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 there's Yulmus blood in there, and so um, as far as I can tell, I came up here a few years ago and um, wanting to do some good. You know, I, I don't know about you, but killing the Yulmus spirit and dooming the world to a future of no presence—that was a pivotal moment for me, and I've had a lot of angst about that. And not a day goes by that I don't regret that time. And I imagine you feel the same. <laughs> I had forgotten I'd done that until literally just now. So I came up here to try, when I heard that Zabos was, was making this place, to try and help. But there's some kind, I don't know, once I came, I couldn't leave. And I think it's the blood. I think it's the, the Yulmus elf blood is keeping us here and making us stay. And because we have to stay here, um, he can do anything he wants. So he gets us to feed the bats that bring the presents. Uh, he makes us um, fill the furnaces, um, build the toys do the parades, um, I run a shop. I'm not a Yulmus elf, I'm a high elf. No, I'm a you're, warlock. You are 20% you are Yulmus elf. So I should, like, only that 20% should have to stay. <laughs> so what ha What actually... I um, will cut off my arm if I can leave this place. Froyo goes on to say that um, <laughs> the, the Yulmus elves, uh, who are sort of quite a very rare race and not commonly known, and in times past they lived chiefly in the north and willfully uh, served the uh, Yulmus king. Um, they are indistinguishable from sort of the broader class of high elves, um, of which they are the lowest rung, uh, except that they are almost always hey, slightly hey now, shorter. Hey. <laughs> uh, they're always slightly shorter and have a genetic predisposition in the male of the species to have a very slim penis. Um, <laughs> I mean, just... I, I, didn't, I didn't get that, but by all accounts, you did. Yeah. <laughs> but, How do you know that? So the 100% the, the so you were Yulmus elves. He's heard the songs that are sung. <laughs> those, those Yulmus elves who are like, absolutely pure 100% Yulmus Elf are like brainwashed. So you, uh, Frizo and Froyo, uh, have a certain amount of free will, um, but you are trapped, as you saw, trying to get out of that the That was the, uh, the force island. field. That's the force field. So that seems to be the main um, way that the uh, curse um, affects All you. right, so the elf that was in the line behind you at the bats, he was just like <laughs> glazed over. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you feel about this, Froyo, but I'm not going to get stuck here in a concrete jungle of New Bork City. Oh, Frieza, Frieza, Frieza. I was just like you a few years ago. But no, I... you weren't. I'm way cooler. No. <laughs> you know, back, back when we fought the Yulmus King, I was so ready for you to show me the way of being an adventurer, but you abandoned me, and I have, I've gone you know, on, I've had all kinds of adventures, and I've come to realise that you have to give back, which it sounds like is something you've never realised. Part so, of me thinks that you were only able to have those adventures because I abandoned you. <laughs> Suddenly there is a crackle over the transom and Froyo quickly jumps to attention, grabs you by the neck and drags <laughs> you down a corridor to where a, a bunch of Yulmus elves are gathered around a small stage, awaiting the arrival of Jerf Zabos. In the dark, a spotlight suddenly appears and stepping into it is a tall figure in an armor painted gaily in reds and yellows and greens and with a curious helmet that looks not dissimilar to a nutcracker. 
This is Jer Zabos. And to play that man is our friend and yours, Tom Walker. Jer, 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 Jer. Um, the elves stand at attention as their lord and boss, <laughs> Jerf Zabos, uh, gives his speech. G'day, elves. I wish you a productive Yulmus and a snappy New Year. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? What voice is this? Ah, it's me, Jerf Zabos. What? What was that from the one up there? Okay, all right. You don't like this voice? I've got it. I've got others. Uh, all right, all of you. I've got a big. Oh fuck! I've got a case of the Ben Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we, we call go. those the Benky Jenkies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff Sabos for real, no backsies. All right, the lot of you. No fuck. Okay, let's start again. That spotlight shines down and out of the darkness steps the imposing figure of Jerf Zabos. Hello, everyone. No. no. <laughs> uh, it's cheap. Your applause means nothing to me. It's just the sound of you remembering. Uh, Hello, everyone. Oh, I like that. Slaves. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. All right, well, let's not get caught in this feedback loop. Anyway. Sorry, Jeff. No, don't worry. You don't need to respond to everything. Yes, Jeff. Okay. Okay. okay, well, this is going to get incredibly annoying. I wish I'd tweaked that curse that controlled you all. But here we are. I guess I'll just continue on. Oh, that you don't interrupt. Okay, when I the... Jeff. Okay, so the key is just not leaving a pause and then you'll talk. Anyway, well, this speech doesn't really matter since all of you who are 100% uh, uh, Miss Elf are entirely brainwashed and speaking to you doesn't even count. And those of you who aren't 100% Miss Elf, it's apparently not PC to ask. <laughs> and all of, the, all of the mindless elves all say in chorus, Thank you, Jerf. Yes, no problem. And they file off, just leaving Frizo and Froyo remaining in the room with Jerf. And Jerf will have noticed that this is a new recruit, because occasionally this happens. A uh, Yulmus elf will arrive on the island and discover that they cannot leave. And they will be inducted, they will be bled, as has already happened with Frizo, and they will report to Jerf. Duty. This is a good get, Mr. Zervos. Um, this is this is my cousin, Frizo. He's a, he's something of an adventurer. Ah, I see the resemblance. He's like you, but less handsome. Mm, much less handsome. But come on. Um, but if you really squint, you can see a little bit of the familiar resemblance. Well, I'll never narrow my eyes for something as silly as that. <laughs> he's got a Only really weird dick as well. Oh, really? Well, now I'm narrowing my eyes in disgust. <laughs> but thank you for that information. What's your name, newbie? Uh, hello, uh, my name is Frizo. I, you might have heard of me. I um, am a warlock of sorts. No? Never mind. You get, him, you get nervous in job interviews? Yeah, you speak with astounding formality. <laughs> I've introduced him to the concept of a boss. <laughs> uh, what do I, how do I relate to this person? 
Well, very good. You think you can be a good slave, do you? No. No, I... I don't... I, I actually would be very bad at it. Oh, I have a lot of chaotic free will. Can I just jump right in there? Um, I think it would be very good to work with me in the factory. So I've, I've been needing a secretary or uh, like a dog's body or um, a slave, as you say, so he can work with me um, yes. until he gets his brothers. Um, by factory, of course, you mean the toy store that yes. you manage. Uh, Dr. Tom Thorium's Fun Sanatorium. I call it the factory, you know, it's a bit like... <laughs> Dr. Well, Tom Thorium's so, Fun so, Sanatorium. It's uh, Dr. Tom Thorium's Fun Sanatorium. Who was... Who was? You can really see where the time went. Who was? <laughs> <laughs> and who exactly was Dr. Tom Thorium? Well, Dr. Tom Thorium uh, is, is, I mean, it's branding, pure and simple. <laughs> what is like what? Ronald McDonald? He doesn't yeah, exist? Exactly. Yeah, like Ronald McDonald, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say God. <laughs> Yeah, so I think what he. What the I, fuck was that? I think he can. I think he can. Uh, work, he can work with me. He can sleep under my desk. It'll be fine. Mm. All right, Froyo. In the wake of your little outburst there, I will let you have what you want. But I will assert that Frizo is the more handsome of you. I was being polite due to our long-term bond. You're lying, and I know it. Yeah, you can see right through me. You have an aquiline jaw. <laughs> and as the lights go down, and the bromance hangs in the air. Gotcha. <laughs> Filge lays her head on the featheriest of pillows, well sated on all the room service she can buy. And Capra frantically tries to <laughs> stuff a dog down the toilet. <laughs> Will that dog go down the toilet? Is the plumbing of New Bork filled with giant dogs who have grown feral from being flushed down the toilet? Will they rise up? against their evildoer, Capra, the guy who has killed so many dogs. <laughs> to answer this question more, hang around for the second half of this Yulma special of A Dragon Friends! This episode of The Dragon Friends was DM'd by Simon Greiner and Eden Lacey. The Dragon Friends are Ben Jenkins, Alex Lee, Dave Harmon and Michael Hing, with special guests Matt Roden and Tom Walker. Tom Cardi from the Lulu Rays did our music this week and Shakira Khan designs our website. Thank you to everyone who helps out at the Giant Dwarf Theatre and uh, we hope that you all have a really wonderful festive season. Speak soon. Bye. Oh,